Uh, what would this be? 180, 186? Maybe. 6 or... 185 or 186? Whatever, I'll fix it in post. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 185th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we're talking about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense with me as always as my friend, co-host, <laughs> and... Uh, God, I, I've really got nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, really, really blanking. What here. do you have going on today? What's up? What, what, what can I uh, use go, here? Going to the park later today. Goodness. <laughs> and my senior citizen buddy, Frederick, <laughs> going to feed the ducks, his only friends. How are we doing today? <laughs> I got myself some stale bread. I'm about to crunch it and then chuck it. <laughs> For some reason, when you say I'm about to crunch it, I picture you chewing it up and then spitting it at the ducks, mama birding I style. Mean, is is there any other type of crunching? Is is, <laughs> is there any is other way question. to feed park ducks? Um, the answer is no. <laughs> fun fun fact: When I was younger, mm. me and my mom we went to to feed the local ducks at the local little little lake. Of course, and uh, we had some some big old stale bread. And in my my uh, foolish youth, I was about four years old, I think maybe five i took a really big piece of bread i was like i don't need to they'll fig- they'll figure this out themselves and i chucked it and it hit a little duckling right in the head and it passed out oh my god jesus you murdered a duckling yeah, it, was- it definitely did not pass out that's definitely something your mom told you to make you feel better yeah it might it might have been not unconscious and then drowned oh my um, god jesus christ i feel like this no is- i don't know this is not but something you should admit. Possible, possible duck murder. When I was young, it was in fairness, it was it was a sweet moment of me trying to feed them, and then it ended up being the opposite, being a homicide. Yeah, I mean, possibly we don't know for sure. Um, okay, with my we don't know. friend that duck might live to this day. <laughs> duck murderer Frederick. Um, <laughs> God, you know, a lot of people I know are actually very scared of birds. Um, and I never really understood why, because I always thought if a bird just comes, if a fucking goose comes at you, did you smack it or whatever? But then recently, you just k- kick that bitch. Right, you punt it. I, I was in a uh, Tivoli Gardens, as you do, mm. and I was just <laughs> chilling on a bench. I just kind of like just slightly looked to my left, and there's a giant um, calcoon just standing right oh, next to me. What a giant, giant turkey? Is that is that a? Tur- it, it didn't look like a traditional yeah. turkey, but it was like a, it was like yeah, it was a big ass fucking turkey ass bird, and I was like the fuck, I freaked mm. the fuck out, and some tourists around us were very amused, but like I actually jumped, and we like we, we vacated the bench, <laughs> moved to another one, and it followed us there as well, and now I get it because I was really fucking scary. <laughs> anyway, I went to Tivoli Gardens and I was terrorized <laughs> by a cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this podcast is not about our various phobias and or confessions of murdering sweet little animals. <laughs> Um, we, we do talk movies and such, and today... Sometimes. Occasionally, yeah, when we're feeling in the mood. Today, I thought we would do a mini-reviews episode, because let's be honest, nothing's been happening lately. It's been, I think, months since we did a mini-reviews episode. There's no news, like, the one piece of news is the Meg 2 trailer, which arguably could fill an episode, but... (laughs) <laughs> which could be a whole series I was, um, I was, analyze each minute of the trailer <laughs> every frame of the t-rex being eaten by the meg that does happen um <laughs> but i was thinking <laughs> that's not a joke by the way <laughs> it's fucking dope actually if you think about it um you know what fuck it let's do that this episode <laughs> we would go through all the movies that we watched over the past month or so because i've watched one two three four five six seven eight and some of these we can bunch together of course but um mm. 
I've got just a bunch of classic movies that I, you know, I don't think classic. I don't think this one will do well uh, thumbnail titling wise, but this could be just like the classical movies of uh, of the poorly planned episode. Um, and is there is there anything better? Is my question right? That's what I'm saying. So if you have anything like really topical you've watched, that'd be great because that would make for great thumbnails. Otherwise, the thumbnail will be okay. eyes wide shut cruise orgy movie. Um, <laughs> of course, but- I've got a. I've got one topical one, but I don't know if you'll be hesitant to put it in the title. Ah, is it like a a new pornographic film? Um, it is, in fact, a homemade pornographic film ah, I've made. right. <laughs> Many reviewing that. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's a bit long and uh, a little bit meandering it's a, it's at the start, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, lie, though. It doesn't stick true to the plot sometimes, but goddamn, the action on point. <laughs> uh, anyway, I say we just jump into this. Um... I and say we do it. I've grouped mine by three categories. I've got the um <laughs> the stankers. <laughs> I have like the the classic and kind of intense ones, the wholesome okay. ones, and the miscellaneous. I didn't have another category. But let's start with the intense classic ones. And this one we can mm. talk about actually because you've seen it as well. Um Ooh. I watched American Psycho for the first time. Ooh, I have seen. A little Bateman action. Um a little Bateman action. What do you think? I thought it was okay. Um, I got a lot of shit for giving it. I think I gave it three stars. And do people want it to be more? People did want it to be specifically the boys. They were like, "How could you give it mm. three stars? You fucking loser!" Um, <laughs> and they <laughs> threw stale just, bread just, at me. <laughs> just knocked unconscious. <laughs> um, it was, um, in my opinion, decent, but. Is decent. Kinda overhyped. Yeah, it, I think it was. It makes some good meme material. <laughs> it absolutely certainly. did, and I think uh, the Christian Bale performance keeps it very captivating. You know, in this weird, gross kind of disturbing performance, it's very compelling to watch. You can't take your eyes off of him, which I guess uh-huh. is kind of the point. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, as a film, I didn't find it that like there wasn't really much i cared about i guess you know like mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah i'm not saying like i had has to be a protagonist that i root for or anything but yeah like i just i didn't really you just felt like you were just kind of sitting there watching him yeah this thing without there being much you know cause for it yeah and again there's some interestingness in that and i thought the sort of the twist at the end was was kind of interesting and again it's one of those mm. where i found like reading about it afterwards and watching some videos about it more interesting the kind of like you know the uh the interpretations of it and all that um but as a movie it's really just one great bail performance and some solid defoeing um and without <laughs> that there's not too much to it that i loved i will say there was uh not to like dox myself or anything but there was one thing that i really enjoyed where they go to a bar called or like a restaurant called barcadia and that is a place that mm. exists in my college town that we go to very often so that was very funny um <laughs> completely doxed yourself there <laughs> um and also and i'll probably i might cut this out because it doesn't make me look great but i promise it's not for any like uh really bad reason but some of my friends have a uh, an ongoing joke that i am patrick bateman only because only because mm. can i just stress <laughs> only because i murder women <laughs> Only because I'm American and I live in what has been interpreted as one of the nicer student accommodations. So it's kind of been portrayed as Patrick Pateman's, you know, apartment, penthouse, whatever. Um, mm. So there were a couple of amusing moments they got out of that. But they also they they also have seen you sweat 
profusely after you see uh, little business cards sometimes. I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, and I think I think I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm not like I don't have OCD or anything, but I like I like things in a certain schedule, whatever. And he's a bit of an intense guy. So besides all the mm. murdering and psychoing and stuff, um, I feel like that's not part of it. But um, okay, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> but um, yeah, they did also one of them put my face on a poster and wrote Danish Psycho, and I thought that was pretty that was pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, uh, an okay movie. And then it just turned into like borderline bullying, and I really <laughs> yeah. felt bad for a few weeks. And like I was, I was really trying not to be Patrick Bateman here. Um, but yeah, overall, besides the personal memory that I got out of it, um, mm. an okay film. Again, I'd like to stress, I'm not anything like Patrick Bateman. Please don't assume I have women in the closet. Yeah, a good, a good final message about the movie. <laughs> It's always good when we have to put out a disclaimer. I don't have women in my Yeah, closet. so I just watched American Psycho, and by the way, just for legal purposes, I'm not that. He's not literally me, I hate to say. <laughs> I'm not that humble king, okay? God, no. But if I told you Patrick Bateman had those women in his closet. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What if I told you Paul Allen had that axe in him? <laughs> Um, go ahead, if, if you will. Ooh, okay, well, do you want me to hit you with a topical one now? Let's get out of the way. Fuck the topical. Today, we're, we're, it's a deep dive into history. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, so are we, wait, so am I or am I not? Yes, 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 go for it, go for it. <laughs> At least I like, get it out of the way, but we're not doing it. I was confused. So sorry. And I felt like Bateman all over again. Right. <laughs> all right, well, cue the intro. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> you said topical, <laughs> I thought you meant you'd seen, like, I don't know. Fast X early or something, not some... <laughs> I stole Oppenheimer. <laughs> God. All right, well... What a lame Susume. crime. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in oh for stealing Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for? I murdered my daughter. What are you in for? I stole the movie Oppenheimer. <laughs> like a few weeks early. <laughs> <laughs> you have the one DVD copy? <laughs> The world will never see it. <laughs> I hid it in the prison wallet. God, Jesus. I was about to say you hid Anyways. it in your chocolate pocket. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm. No, that's all good. <laughs> that's very needed. <laughs> um, all right. So I watched Susume in the in the theater. It's the same people who made Your Name and uh, Weathering ah. With You. All, all good uh, acclaimed movies. I have to say... This one, also kind of great. Um, very, very wholesome. Very beautiful animations. Um, I think it's a good one to watch in the cinema. I watched it with um, two of my f- my girlfriend and one of our friends. Um, and they were both a little bit skeptical. But then they both started crying in it, including myself a little bit. There was a, bit of, a little bit of tears and stuff. And it was just a, a beautiful, at, the t- like, at times very like heart-wrenching, but also at other times very uplifting movie. And it was just... This is a good time. Is it a? I don't know. It was just a, a romance, a, a family drama. What are we? What are we talking? It's. I don't really. I, <laughs> this might be. This might be bordering on the shady, but it could be a bit of a romance. But it's basically. Um, so the main character Susume, hmm. accidentally opens a portal to some other like part of the world where we're in like a, a big like danger lies that if it goes through the gate it causes earthquakes and other disasters in the real world right so she basically 
like she meets this guy who's in college she's in high school he's in college mm -hmm. which is where the she does kind of like fall she falls in love with him i don't know if it's like a very like sexualized romance or if it's just kind of like a i love you as a a strange cousin kind of kind of thing you know <laughs> okay <laughs> but she does kiss him so i guess it's not that but so basically he gets turned into a chair <laughs> <laughs> all right all right, all right yeah <laughs> Okay, explaining it, I now know and hear that it does sound a little bit strange. I mean, I'll say... But honestly, it's a very, very sweet and wholesome moment. I, I mean, movie. <laughs> the chair moment, specifically. It's the end the of the movie. The chair moment. It's a complete, normal, um, romantic drama. And at the end, he is just turned into, just a chair. into a chair. The end. Leave. <laughs> Suzume. Five stars. <laughs> okay, all and right. There's, like a little, there's a little cat that they chase around. and Okay, yeah, it sounds... Uh, Without seeing it, it sounds like a fever dream, I'll, okay? I'll take, but it's I'll actually take word for it. quite grounded and beautiful, okay? okay? So shut your mouth! Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, very good. I gave it four stars Damn. out of five on Letterboxd. Okay. Yeah. Now, to be fair... Tells you something. Um, the, the, I've definitely heard of your name, and even though we, mm -hmm. we joyously mock the anime segment here on The Poily Plan, mm -hmm. um, I have heard nothing but good things, and I think it is definitely a... An untapped genre for me, so I think, although I might not start with Susume, um, Susume. the chair yeah. movie, but uh, your name is, <laughs> is on the list, God so I will, God. God I will damn it. get around to it. Um, That's a subtitle. <laughs> Susume, the chair movie. Uh, not really a good link here to that, to this, but I did watch two Stanley Kubrick movies. Because um, I am a film okay. student, and I gotta be a bit pretentious <laughs> with it. Um, and I will say, I gotta follow my craft. <laughs> one of them I thought was amazing, and one of them, not gonna lie, big overrated moment. And I hate to say, Ooh. the one that I thought was a bit overrated was the cruise one, which was the one I was more looking forward to. <gasps> no, I know, very upsetting. Um, but the really good one, right. I watched Full Metal Jacket um, mm -hmm. with the the pops. Uh, and I mean, yeah, just a, a very, very good, uh, war movie, I guess. Um, it's, I'll be honest, I'm a little, even having not seen a lot of them, I am a little over war movies just cause I, I mean, like having mm. seen most of them, like I've seen a lot of them and it's kind of, you know, it's just like, you know, you always like that movie that came out last year, all quiet on the Western front. I'm sure it's great, but it's like, I've seen, you know, it's the, everyone thinks the war is going to be fun and then it's actually like spoiler alert war is terrible and like the worst thing ever and mm. it's like yes i'm 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 on board with that message but like i've seen it now a bunch of times it's like i don't really need to see it again yeah, but this yeah, one sure. it just you know it did things in a very i mean it's stanley kubrick so obviously it's very well made it's just a lot of very intense scenes a lot of great kind of character building and the first bit of it is the classic um i'm sure you've seen the clips of it the the sergeant or the colonel or whatever the the um the guy with the hat you know he's it's a very, very iconic character He who yells at them, and he's like, let me see your war face, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, re watching that, I realized just how much Hacksaw Ridge Vince Vaughn just, like, completely stole... I mean, it's just, like, the same scene, basically. <laughs> but it's just... It's like a drill sergeant, no? Yeah, I mean, and I, I know that's like kind of a drill sergeant A lot of war vibe, movies. But, like, he kind of... Literally, the Vince Vaughn scene is just the same thing, but, like, slightly less offensive, because he just says, like, every slur in the first, like, five seconds in the movie. Um, I see. The In Full Metal Jackal, not, not Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I like how you said Vince Vaughn's one is less offensive, because he says all the slurs. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, the the one from, from Full Metal Jacket. But, yeah, I mean, just a very, very well-made film, very good. Um, 
quite touching at the end also. It's just, you know, it's a very, very good movie. Uh, great music, too. And then the other one that I watched was, in fact, I believe Stanley Kubrick's final film starring... Uh, I was about to say Stanley Kubrick. Uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, and it is Eyes Wide Shut. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Not that it was bad, but a a big disappointment for me. I'm not going to lie. I was actually okay. quite looking... Is this like a very acclaimed movie? It thing, is a or? bit. Uh, yeah. And especially, again, and I shouldn't reference him so much, but some of the film bros are... <laughs> crazy about this and could not fathom that i had given it a, a measly three stars um god you're you're going on this bhl rampage just tearing up the town with your crazy opinions <laughs> but it was just because i've i've seen a bunch of kubrick movies now and i have to say i think i've really like loved all of them. i think like all of them have been great so far and then i was like he did one with tom cruise and it's about like a weird underground i'm gonna love this even more yeah an orgy cult thing like that's a what a, what a recipe for an <laughs> interesting film. Um, <laughs> That's my kind of night. <laughs> and I thought it was just kind of boring. I hate to say it. Like, and this is... Ooh. I'm sorry. It was, it was kind of dull. Because, it was, it was, <laughs> look, may, maybe it's a, a... He's hit him with it. <laughs> a problem with my own expectations. word. Because, <laughs> like, I was expecting more of, like, Cruz infiltrates this underground cult thing. Like, whoa, it's so crazy. And really, there is, like, one underground cult scene and then the rest is tom cruise kind of walking around and thinking about his wife getting fucked by another guy which is interesting in some ways um (laughs) unrelated to the movie (laughs) i mean it's also it is kind of awkward because it is nicole kidman who plays his wife while i think they were actually married so it's a little bit Mm. like interesting in that way because he has there's a lot of scenes of just cruise sitting in a taxi thinking about himself getting cucked which is interesting Ah. i guess um but maybe that's what spawned his whole weird kind of gimmicky personality (laughs) (laughs) i will say if there's one thing i'd say about cruise i don't think his personality is a gimmick i think it is 100 percent unfiltered cruise yeah that's actually (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah maybe this one drove him i don't want to say insane because we're not saying he's insane but um, 100 percent unfiltered cruise But I don't know, it's like, it's, some of it's kind of interesting, and it's, you know, it's a little bit thought-provoking, but it wasn't, the thing is, sometimes I'll watch these slower movies, and I'll be like, ah, you know, mm. I'm watching this on my computer, or like, I'm watching this in two parts, whatever, like, I'm I'm not really into it, so I kind of give it a bit of a pass. This one, I was, I was on, I was watching on the TV, I watched it all in one sitting. I was on all fours, <laughs> all gagging mouth. <laughs> My attention could not have been elsewhere. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was like completely there for it. Like I was totally engaged. And I found myself just thinking like, ah, oh, it's kind of, kind of dragging a bit. I don't know. You know what? I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, I, I don't want to hear any like, oh, you just like Marvel movies. You don't understand slow movies or whatever. Sometimes a movie is just kind of boring. All right. It's just uh, it's mm. a fact of the matter. Right. So I think there's some interesting things. I've been told I need to watch it again. I definitely won't. But uh, I found it to be kind of <laughs> dull. The end. Sorry, Kubrick. R.I.P. Again, a three star. You don't hate it. It was still you just good. Don't like it was still it as much as- good. It had some interesting ideas and good performances. But yeah, just a little kind of you know just meandering. Literally, it's just Cruz meandering the streets, which I would would normally love. But which again, <laughs> normally would love. But when he's thinking about himself getting cut, it's not the it's same gross. vibe. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I will move on from that with um. Let's see. What do, what do we got here? Have I talked? Ooh, let's. You have. Let's see here. What, what, would be a, what, <laughs> what would be a good kind of segue here? All right. Um, speaking of one man who gets cucked with another man who 
got cucked in his cooking towards the end of the movie. I see. Uh, you re- you rewatched the Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Burnt, oh starring Rocket Raccoon. Actually, a very good movie. I enjoyed. I won't lie. I have this. I want to say weird man crush on Bradley Cooper. I, I get you. Any anything he's in, I just kind of automatically enjoy. Yeah. Uh, especially if he's got the scruff. I mean, you know why I like Dungeons and Dragons so much. Right. Bradley Def, Cooper. A real scruffy coop. A real <laughs> scruffiest coop. Um, actually, did he have scruff in that one? I don't remember. Not really. He was, he was eh, eh, minor scruff. He was just small. Anyways. Um, <laughs> he was just small. <laughs> anyway, in this one, uh, he is a disgraced chef. Mm. Who you know was? I mean, have you have you seen it? You haven't, right? I've I've seen a bit of it, and then I fell asleep. But do you, do you mind if I spoil a bit? Nah, go nuts. Your donuts make me go coops. Um, so we've got God, <laughs> God, this fucking idiot. <laughs> Retire. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> You're bombing out there. <laughs> This is not the career for you, son. <laughs> imagine you on a stand-up stage going, so, uh, your donuts make me go coops. Um, anyway, <laughs> crickets, <laughs> tomatoes flung. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Your donuts make me go coops. <laughs> That's all you say, no context. <laughs> I sell out at every show. <laughs> God. I just whispered ASMR style into the mic. <laughs> Your donuts make me go coop. <laughs> the crowd goes bananas. <laughs> the crowd goes coop. <laughs> okay, anyway, burnt. Burnt. <laughs> I apologize. Anyways, burnt. <laughs> um, he's a disgraced chef who kind of, I don't know what happened, but he just kind of basically like had a mental break. Uh, when he was working like at a very intense Michelin-starred restaurant in France, mm. like he, he became like an alcoholic, drug user, and stuff like that. Then he basically gets clean. Uh, he like completely ruins the restaurant and all his friends like within the restaurant business. That's kind of like you know at all related to it. Um, then a few years later, he's sober. He wants to come. He's got this thing where it's like he wants to I don't know how you clean, pick, or prepare one million oysters and then after he does that he's like all right i'm back in the restaurant business mm. let's go um and then he goes back to like some of his connections and it's like okay i'll cook for you let's make it a three-star michelin restaurant that's his goal um he hires a few different people you know he's, he's intense but the food's good but he's got a few issues he needs to work out then um he he hires back his sous chef which is um do you remember in jurassic park um, Chris Pratt's buddy, who who works with him at the with the Raptors. Yes, yes, I liked him. Right, so he he's <clears throat> I like him as well. He's in this, and basically it's revealed that Coop um, let loose a bunch of rats in his in that, that guy's restaurant like a while back. Mm. But then he's like, okay, I forgive you. Let's let's pass the past. Let's work together again. Anyways, then suddenly they think that the Michelin Man is there. <laughs> So they're like, okay, the, we, it has to be perfect. The food has to be perfect. The, the car mascot? No. <laughs> <laughs> so like, the Michelin twist. man <laughs> enters. But so the Michelin men right. are there, they, they think. Um, and then Coop's like, okay, it has to be perfect. Bada, bada, bada. And then um, the sous chef then compromises 
part of the dish like puts a bunch of like pepper in it or something like that makes it like basically disgusting to eat and then he's like that was for paris and then coop has a nervous breakdown and laughs and just leaves it i almost laughed a little bit because he's like this terrible thing happened to him and he just bursts out laughing and like runs out the restaurant <laughs> It's like Cooper. No, he goes Coop as um, it's known in the industry. He, yeah, he he <laughs> he went full Coop, which is something you should never do. Right. Um, and uh, then it turns out it wasn't the Michelin Man, and he then later gets redemption. He finds love. It's a beautiful, beautiful tale. But also the food just looks kind of good, so I'm there for it. All right, I think I think uh, food movies are kind of an underrated. Just, just the aesthetics of I, you know I, chef and the menu and all that food stuff is uh, yeah I agree go kind of hard. Um, I do go kind of hard. And if it's wrapped up in a in a well told kind of Cooper in a Coop drama, I'm I'm not against then, that. Me, it was it was a good time. I recommend. I think you would. I think you'd like it. And it's not too long. So like I do think that if it went on for longer, it would maybe be a bit like too much of the same thing but mm. because it's only an hour and a half long it does kind of it's a perfect time for it as well i think fair enough um i did when i was like 13 or something i did try to watch it um at a sleepover at yasin's house um but mm. it was <clears throat> like it was like 1 a.m and at 13 that is a quite a, mm, that's quite a, a tall, time to be up that's a tall t- so, big ask yeah um but fair enough. Speaking of the coop, by the way, I will—I didn't even have it written down, but I will throw in. I did watch <laughs> The Hangover and most of The Hangover Two. Um, did not finish The Hangover Two though because it was—it was—it was, it was bad. It wasn't great. I—I um, mm. I, I like The Hangover movies. Uh, the first one's amazing. The first one is such a <laughs> such a vibe. Um, the second yeah. one is just—I mean—they do the exact same thing again. And I was thinking they do kind of a twenty-two Jump Street thing where they kind of more acknowledge that they're doing the same thing again, but they kind of just do yeah. the same thing and, like, like, oh, my God, Doug's gone again. Yeah, they just kind of, like, they sort of, like, I can't believe this is happening again, but then they don't really do anything else with it, and it's just kind of all the same jokes, but, like, more dark and less funny. Like, it's sort of, like... And in, and in Bangkok now? It is, yeah, <laughs> and I, I didn't even watch the last 30 minutes, but, yeah, not not a huge vibe. Um, but on on some some comedies i'll I'll throw these two in here together Mm. because they're two robin williams comedies which i'm not gonna lie i've been on a bit of a williams train lately um because (laughs) okay (laughs) horrific phrasing yes i know but um because i watched uh goodwill hunting a couple months ago one of my favorite movies of all time uh top four on letterboxd um and so there were two movies that my, my dad is actually a fan of that I thought I'd check out uh, with him. <laughs> that I was like, okay, I'll watch them in the other okay. room. Um, be shunned. Um, so we watched <laughs> Dead Poets Society, um, okay. which is an amazing movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I've not seen it. Uh, it is It's a, a young hawk, a, a child hawk. Ooh, I believe one a of his... child hawk? It's his first performances. Um, okay. And basically he's going to this preppy you know, school or whatever, uh, and all the teachers are these boring, stupid assholes, but then, wait a minute, there's one teacher who teaches poetry, who's just the coolest mm. and funniest dude, and it is, of course, of course. Robin Williams. It is, of course, grown-up hawk time travel situation. <laughs> <laughs> just an amazing movie. Uh, Robin Williams, he kind of plays, like, the same guy in every movie, like, a very funny yeah. guy who does, like, the improvisational stuff, but then, like, has a very wholesome... But it's also wholesome. Like a, like a, I don't know, like a, like a fatherly type of, just, like, mm-hmm. presence. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, like, watching these movies, I did get kind of, I don't know, just very... I guess it's understandable. A little bit just, emotional. Just yeah, just very bummed about like just you know, 
I don't know, everything that happened, bummed is sort of like a, <laughs> not a greatly expressive word for like the <laughs> tra- bummed is like <laughs> very casual or like, it's very fucking sad what happened. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it is. Because he's just, like, I think watching these movies, he's one of like the best comedic, comedic actors like ever. Like the way he can just like, yeah. I don't know, just, he's so distinctive in his style and he's just such a like amazing presence on screen. So yeah, it's, it's just fucking like very tragic what happened. But in this movie, yeah, he basically teaches them in a very Robin Williams-y type of way about like poetry isn't about like reading stuff and whatever. It's about like expressing yourself and living life. And it's just like a beautiful, beautiful film. It's mm. very sad too at a certain point. I won't spoil it, but like there's a point in the film where something happens, just like a huge gut punch. Um, <laughs> really Big bummer. Big, big bummer as a man who can't think of better words to say on a podcast, we put it, I guess. Um, and uh, the ending, again, I won't spoil. Beautiful. Just a, a real Beautiful. tearjerker. Um, and then on another Williams train, I'd say probably the most Williams performance ever, where he just kind of gets to let loose. I did, in fact, watch Good Morning Vietnam. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do the thing. Good there we go thank you i was hoping you'd, you'd pick up on that um, yeah, i got you i got you which i don't know if you've actually seen because you used to reference it very often but i don't know yeah if i've you've... never seen it <laughs> you just know those three pivotal words um <laughs> i know that line and then i would alter it slightly you would yeah as was my my brilliant gag back in the day yeah no about like 10 years ago or something you would send snapchat streaks of a uh, good morning mm. what you just put another country and i guess yeah, so it was it was it was great it was right it was truly one of the peaks of my <laughs> my prowess in that i um would send the first one mm. to all my streaks back when i very much back I had when that was a streak to keep um i'd send a good morning vietnam and then each day from then mm. it would be a new country and it would be a great gag and everyone all my you know, followers. They'd be like, "Oh my god, what day? What day is he gonna do now? What 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 country is he gonna do now?" And it it lasted for a good two months or something, I think. And then, and then I nine. moved on to my next project. <laughs> and then the uh, the the next job came calling, so I had to had to give that one up. Um, but no, yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. Really great movie. Again, just like the williams performance obviously i mean Mm -hmm. you could not make this movie without robin williams the whole point is he's like a you know radio guy who like just is really funny and does improv and i'm gonna assume like most of the stuff he does is just his improv improv uh it's just very very funny wholesome i will say not as good as dead poet society there's a bit of the drama angle of it isn't as strong like there's a there's a there's some interesting stuff where he's like getting to know the local people and he has a bit of a romance and whatever and it, it, it's nice mm. and then like towards the end they get a little bit more into the like the plot stuff and it's not as strong there's like a Williams chase yeah. scene that's a bit weird um, okay <laughs> and I don't know never did I think I'd see one <laughs> all that stuff is like it's fine <laughs> but just the the Robin Williams performance and just like the funny parts and um. Uh, there's a part where like he does his show in front of like a live kind of group of soldiers mm. when they're stuff in tra- stuck in traffic, and it's just like yeah, just again the quintessential like he's such a talented performer and great uh, great yeah, yeah. actor, and yeah, he absolutely carries it. So it's definitely worth watching for that, and, and it's a solid movie regardless. Um, but yeah, mainly for the for the Williamsness of it. Mainly for the Williams. I do I do really want to watch both of those. Um, so I'll try and get on that mm. sometime soon because I've heard great things about. Pretty much all the the Williams movies. Yeah, and I feel like you owe it to Good Morning Vietnam after doing the Good I, Morning I, Vietnam. I think I think I do. 
Good morning, Denmark. <laughs> Good morning, Ecuador. <laughs> Day five, you're already sick of it. Also, didn't you do that Pitbull Instagram account? What happened to that? I think that might be might have been my next big uh, right stepping next stone big idea. To, to fame. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide Daily, I believe that was called. You can look that one up. Yeah, I remember there was. A, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's still up. I haven't posted in a very long time, but mm. um, now I usually only post when I like get drunk and someone mentions it. I'm like, ah, it's time. <laughs> it's daily again. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, rem- I remember there was one incident because. Incident. I <laughs> I posted um basically to those who don't know I just posted the same picture of Pitbull over and over again it was a great gag with a new mm. like lyric but then there was an incident where I didn't switch accounts so it was on my main account <laughs> what I don't remember this I was on my main account and then I accidentally posted it to my main account so this is a picture of Pitbull with a quote and everyone must have thought I was insane <laughs> until a bunch of my friends. Like, called and texted me like, Yo, you messed up. <laughs> Pitbull's on the main FDK page. <laughs> the SWAT team comes flying through the window. <laughs> I've doxxed myself. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Everyone would assume it's like a cry for help. It's your final <laughs> message to the world. Don't do Don't it. Don't do it. You've got so much to live for. <laughs> God, that is... Man... That is a that is a nightmare. Doing pit pitbull on the main is a uh, pitbull on the main. That's hard is, to come back uh, from. I'm impressed you buried it this time. I, I I I sweated hard in the train. I was like, oh my god, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. <laughs> and then you looked at the rest of your Instagram and you thought, oh, it actually fits like, in pretty oh, well. Never, <laughs> she makes a lot of I sense. Do have a pi- I do have a picture of J.K. Simmons where I just say the Simmons. <laughs> I, I was with you when you posted that. That was a classic. <laughs> Simmons. Oh, I forgot about the Simmons. Oh my god. Just <laughs> yeah. Simmons. So you like scroll very far down in my Instagram, but like the first like, like 10, 20 posts are just Charlie Cox pictures and Yeah, there's also just a picture of a few potatoes with nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um but now you've evolved past that to posting pictures of your bare ass, which there are multiple <laughs> of. So can you please I've gone from I've gone from cocks to ass as, as they say <laughs> could you please uh, at some point maybe the next ass picture you post perhaps could you caption mm. it Dust Simmons for me Dust Simmons you know what it's it's I can I can make that work it's it's something to think about um, it, it's definitely one for the thinking man <laughs> uh, yeah anyway um, go ahead anyways <laughs> moving Slight on tangent, little tangent. Uh, <laughs> I watched um ooh, okay um, yes, yes, okay. I, I'm i gonna bend the rules a little bit here. No. Because I've, I've got... <laughs> this is a TV half- show. I swear to fucking God, you've done nothing but bend this rule. You literally... I made the rules so we don't talk about shows and we haven't finished them, and you've literally done nothing but talk about unfinished shows. But I'll allow it, I guess. But <laughs> stop calling it bending the rule. Just say you are ignoring the rule. It's fine. I'll, I'll live with it. No, 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 no. Because I'm... <laughs> I acknowledge that in the past, <laughs> I may have ignored the rule. But this time, I am bending it slightly. Because okay, right. I'm missing 30 minutes of the very last episode. Okay, alright, fine. So, fine, fine, yes. fine. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I have, and I've been like binging it quite a bit when I've been working the last few, few days. I watched a lot, and now almost done, with Ted Lasso. 
Ooh, okay. I actually... So good. <sighs> that is... I, I very much want to watch it. I won't lie. I think it is... It would probably be one of your favorite shows. <sighs> it looks It looks it very so wholesome. Good. It is so wholesome, but also, like, it's wholesome, funny. It's, like, it's got the kind of combination of really good... Like, the good bits of American humor, but also the good bits of British humor. Um... It, it, it delves into, like, some, like, you know, deeper issues and, like, it, it, it's not afraid to, like, make it a more serious part of the episode and stuff like that. But it also kind of culminates in this very, like, uplifting, beautiful, funny show. And Jason Sudeikis is just so good as, as Ted Lasso and just so beautiful and so good. And, like, it is, like, centered around a football team, but I think... No one has to be a football fan to enjoy the show. Like, the football is a very, very, very small part of it. Mm. It's not a welcome so, to Wrexham situation. It is not, although I do really want to watch that. Also that also looks pretty fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> it looks, it looks kind of great. Um, <laughs> Wrexham is actually mentioned in one of the later episodes. It's like, Ryan Reynolds offered to buy our club as well as Wrexham. It's like, okay. <laughs> it, like, takes digs at celebrities that they that are, like, you know, famously not really liked and stuff like that. It's just... It does everything very, very well. Like, the one... The only thing I would say isn't the best thing about it is that um, there is the occasional episode that feels like a filler, Mm. um, which, you know, not the biggest thing. But there is one... There's, like, the assistant coach called Beard, who is actually one of my favorite characters. He's very, very funny. But he does get, like... He's supposed to be this kind of, like, you know, bit mysterious, bit weird, quirky guy who just kind of, like, is on the sideline. But then all of a sudden he gets, like, a whole episode for himself where he goes on this, like mushroom trip where it's like yeah anyways jay is like 40 minutes of beard and i'm like okay it does bit into his character but it's not really part of anything mm. so that's maybe like one of the only things i don't really love about the show is that it sometimes has a bit of a filler but otherwise it's just like the relationships between the characters it's just it's so believable and whole and wholesome that you're just kind of drawn in and you you it makes you feel really good Damn. so and i just i Cannot recommend it enough for you. It is you would love it. I, I think you're such a, you're such a Ted. <laughs> I, I think this this recommendation maybe what pushes it over the edge because for a long time it, it seemed exactly like like our kind of show. You know, mm. a, a wholesome comedy yeah. that also has you know some 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 something to say occasionally. Uh, it does it does have something to say. I think that yeah that that might that might just do it for me. I might, I might have to do it. Um, plus, I love a I love a Sudeikis, You know. Well, speaking of wholesome fun times. Um, I did, in fact, go to the cinema. Unbelievable, I know. No, you didn't. To go see a, a re-release of Back Ooh. to the Future, um, which is a film I've never okay. seen before. It's one of the classics that I'm still missing. Um, yeah. yeah. And what an absolute delight of a time. Uh, yeah? I have to say, I think... I've heard many good things, if I but s- I've never seen If I saw it at home, I think I would have thought, like... That was pretty fun. I can see why it's a classic. You know, that was a fun... I, I recognize all the iconic, you know, lines and scenes, whatever. You know, good stuff. But because mm. I saw it in the cinema, there was something just... I don't want to say magical, but... Seeing it on the big but. screen, with a crowd, everyone's laughing and loving it, with a bit of popcorn, feeling maybe like you're in the 80s yourself while watching it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it sounds like a bit of an 80s vibe, I, is what you're describing. I really love going to see, like older movies in the cinema because it i don't know not to sound like a nerd but it does feel like you're 
in the year it came out and you're sort of like getting to experience especially because mm. i'd never seen it before so like it really felt like i was experiencing it for the first time like the way it was intended yeah, yeah, yeah. um so i think like the, the magic of watching the, in the cinema it's just a just a great time um it's i mean it's just it's a very fun movie it's obviously it's a classic for a reason mm. but it's it's our kind of you know we love a good uh i think it's spielberg produced uh but we love a good spielberg type blockbuster you know it's very fun very like likable characters and lots of fun action scenes and just the concept obviously is a lot of is very enjoyable all the time travel and it's kind of like what would i do if i time traveled and i like met my whole family and all this stuff and um hopefully not <laughs> kiss my own mother as marty mcfly does at, at a couple points uh. and very he obviously look at her his, wait kisses his mother he does because he, he goes in like he goes back in the past and um basically long story short he does he, does he french his own mom well, he doesn't french her no and it's just basically i mean and it's very funny although at times like i don't know slightly strange Sounds slightly creepy but the, the whole kind of comedy of it is he goes back in time and he accidentally stops his mom and his dad from meeting in high school because his mom starts liking him instead. And so he has to, like, get oh. his mom and dad back together. And he's, there's a classic moment where he's like, Doc, are you telling me my mom's got the hots for me? And Doc Brown's like, I'm afraid so, Marty. You're going to have to French the shit out of her. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to save the timeline, Marty. Uh, <laughs> Marty, you need to give birth to yourself, okay? You need to do that. <laughs> They also, I mean, I will say, they never explain why Marty McFly is friends with this 70-year-old weirdo nutjob professor. They're just, like, pals for no reason, and he has no other friends. <laughs> um, but, no, but the whole comedy of, like, him having to, you know, get his loser dad and his mom, like, back together or whatever in the past is very fun. And it has a very satisfying ending where, like, he... The dad saves the mom from, like, getting, like, assaulted, which is, like, pretty pretty, like, intense scene. Um, but... Yeah, it's just mm. very fun, and I just there's you know there's a lot of kind of what some could call kind of corny jokes where of like time travel of like uh, I don't know he meets like you know people he knows from the future and he says some line about how like yeah. oh you're gonna like they're like I'll never end up like this and he's like well I wouldn't be so sure or something you know but it like it works very well because it's that kind of movie it's that kind of like fun cheesy kind of mm, movie yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'm never gonna go to prison <laughs> just you watch that is legitimately. The, he has an uncle who's oh. always in jail, and then he sees the uncle as a baby, and he's like, "You better get used to these bars on this crib or whatever." And it's like, first of all, kind of fucked up. You're saying oh. saying that to a baby, like <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be incarcerated <laughs> for your whole life. <laughs> you better get used to these bars. <laughs> as he freestyles on him, um, as Marty lets loose a tsunami of rap. <laughs> um, but no, just a very fun... I mean, this is classic for a reason. A very fun time. And for the record, he does not French his mother. She kisses him, and then she's like, Ew, that was like kissing a brother for some reason. He's like, You have no idea. Um, although, in that scene... <laughs> you literally give birth to me, mother. <laughs> I am your son. This <laughs> 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 would completely weird her out. God, I didn't really love that kiss. You, I, I feel like we should just be friends. The reason you didn't like it is because I am your kin. <laughs> we are blood relatives. He runs out of the car, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> vomiting, and shitting. <laughs> A classic prom moment: <gasps> running away, screaming, vomiting, and shitting. We've all been there. After you just kissed your son. <laughs> um. But yeah, a great time. A very wholesome, fun time. Would recommend. Very nice. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the opposite of a wholesome, nice time. Mm. Um, in that I just watched 
The Devil All the Time. Oh, a little Holland action? A little Holland Pattinson action? Mm. Um, weird movie. I, I liked it, but it was very strange. Um, it's, it's actually got, it's got a few good ones. It's got uh, the guy who plays... What's he called? In the one that with Christian Bale that I watched not too long ago, The Pale Blue Eyes or something, mm. where he plays the poet... I forget his name. Right. He's in it as like a weird priest who like thinks he's divine. Then he try. Can I spoil a few things? There's uh, not really a spoiler of the. Sure. I I, okay. I might watch this. So don't don't go too hard. On okay. Spoilers. Yeah. Okay. This is this is not really important at all. They say like in the first five minutes. So mm. he thinks he's like this like insane priest who like can do all sorts of miracles, and then he basically kills his wife, and it's like, all right, God, resurrect, and then she's obviously dead, and then he <laughs> kind of goes on the run. <laughs> <laughs> what a classic hijink. <laughs> a The Office-esque scenario. <laughs> a Jim-esque prank. <laughs> but yeah, so he's, he's quiet. I mean, he's not a main character, but um, we got we got Tom Holland as the main character. Does it quite well. He's got a bit of a, a southern boy accent, um, which is a little bit off-putting at times, but whatever got Sebastian Stan, and then Pattinson is just the grossest little douchebag boy ever. Um, mm. uh, but again, like, a, it's a compelling movie. Um, some stupid decisions are made, I think. But overall, a pretty good movie. Yeah, like, it's 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 weird, but... Oh, and Skarsgård's also in it. Delightful Skarsgård. Which, uh, which, which one? It, Skarsgård. Ah, Billy. B- Billy Boy Skarsgård is in it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd, like, the main things I've got to talk about is, like, some of the weird shit that happens in the movie, but I don't want to spoil it. So I'll just say, mm. give it a good watch, and then we can we can discuss later on. But I think I think you would enjoy it. I, uh, yeah, that has been kind of on my radar for a little while. It seems like an interesting one. Mm. I, li- I like the cast, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's a good one. How many do you have left, by the way? I have, let me see here. Uh, okay, I don't remember... Have I talked about Enola Holmes on this on the pod? I don't think so. Okay, that means I've got. I mean, I've got. So I've got two sequels and one I want to talk about a bit more. So I've got. We'll say two things more. I've got to talk about. All right, I got two more as well, and then I also briefly want to touch on the KSI thing, which I think is kind of funny. Um, mm, yes. And then okay, um, I watched for the first time ever High School Musical, uh, and ah, half no. of High School Musical two. At the request of Ugh. a friend, um, who I kind of owed one, because um, <laughs> they had sat through some UFC, so I felt it was only right that I mm. watch <laughs> High School Musical. Okay. Um, Fair. I mean, the I mean, it's you know, it's exactly what you think it's gonna be. It's uh, I some cringe I, sack stuff. Yeah, it's either five stars or one star, you know, depending on how you how you look at it, because it's sort of you know, it's it's obviously mm. not good, but it's also kind of funny at times. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's you know I love a good wholesome time. As far as like a, I'd much rather watch this than you know like a really. I'm not saying anything about Eyes Wide Shut, but you know like a really kind of dull whatever. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just yeah whatever <laughs> high school Kubrick musical movie. better than Eyes Wide Shut? Question mark. Um, <laughs> Zach, the least hot take in humanity. <laughs> Zach Efron more talented than Kubrick? Exclamation point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Full stop. I don't know if you've seen it, but easily uh, the best part of the film is Sharpay. Um, the kind of antagonist. She's great. Um, mm. I've, I've just gotten this kind of like slow and 
gradual buildup of hatred for this movie <laughs> because having not seen it and then and this is this is not like a case of me feeling left out it's just annoying when people do it where it's like <laughs> you haven't seen the movie and then they're like you know what at a party it's like let's put on the entire high school musical soundtrack yeah. I'm like oh yeah. stop it no. and they hit you with that we're all in this I was like a classic right, is it I'm about to go full coop on this bitch <laughs> you release the rats um <laughs> But I, I agree. I, honestly, part of why I like agreed also to watch it because I was like, I've gotten so many. You've never seen High School Musical? I'm like, fine, fine, I'll watch it. Uh, and fine, like, I'll watch it and I'll hate it. Do you prefer that? <laughs> I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. The thing is, though, also Zac Efron and Gabriella, they have no problems. Their only problem is that they're too good at too many things. Zac Efron's like, mm. I, I'm such a great basketball player, but I'm also so good at singing. What am I gonna do? And it's like, I don't. Fuck off. Like, I'm struggling over here, right? I'm mediocre at basketball at best. <laughs> There's some fun music whenever I, you know. It is what it is. It's exactly what you think it is. Uh, either mm. you're here for it or you're not. It's fun to play a drinking game, too. That that I found. But besides that, you know, it is what it is. Also, I think I can just do this last one real quick. Um, okay. I did finally watch Promising Young Woman. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this. I've wanted to watch it for a while. It got not. a lot of buzz a couple years ago. It's, um... Uh... <sighs> I don't know. I, I guess I don't really want to spoil it too much, but it's like it's about a woman who is promising. She and and young. No, um, she <laughs> go like her her basically. She. I mean, do you mind if I spoil it or you know? No, go go, go go ahead. Basically, her friend is uh, like sexually assaulted. I think in college, and then ends up killing herself. And then this the main character has like dedicated her life to kind of pretending to be drunk at bars so then like creepy guys take her home and then like revealing she's not drunk and like Ooh. being like you're you're creepy which is interesting and then uh, it develops so she, she doesn't like kill them that's the th- that's the thing and again this might be an eyes wide shut situation where it's a victim of my own expectations but because i'd heard like just like the vague premise of this and i thought like okay so it's kind of maybe it'll be a bit of like a revenge kind of like she and then she fucking stabs him in the face or something i was like okay kind of here for this yeah. and to be fair like again that's sort of my stupidness because like it's a lot more subtle than that and it's a lot mm. more, like, thoughtful than that. Like, it's it's more kind of... Uh-huh. It's not, like, sort of a ridiculous, like, stupid it's revenge a, thing that I'm I was... I'm gonna stab you yeah. for revenge. But... <laughs> like, it's more like, oh, that's this is kind of quite sad and upsetting sort of thing. It does have, like, kind of funny moments at times, but it's... I don't know. Mm. I didn't... So I don't want to... I feel like expectations, maybe I shouldn't have expected some stupid thing and should have expected it to be more kind of thoughtful. But I was a little, I guess, like, I, I was like... <laughs> but when she didn't slash him with the scissors, yeah, I was... Yeah, really, I was sounds, bummed. It makes me sound so stupid. But, like, I don't know. I think maybe that played a part in it. Because I just... I didn't, I didn't love it. I thought it was solid. Uh, I, get, I, I get you. I get I just, you. I came out and was like, okay, that was that was good. I think I just... Because I'd heard so much great stuff about it. I was like, that was, that was okay. That was good. Like, it was well done. But, like, it didn't really mm. blow me away in the way that, like, it blew a lot of people away, which is maybe why I thought it was going to be more like crazy but it was still good yeah, the yeah. main the main thing about it is it has um not the main thing about it but the main thing i guess we can talk about here so like it's a very well-made film with like a good like an interesting message on that but it is uh it does star a lot of like comedic actors from a certain era so there's like um okay. i mean bo burnham plays a big part in it um christopher mince plus mclovin he's he's in it okay um and then at the end the, the, which I knew he was in it, but it was just, it was so bad because it's a really like intense, kind of very brutal ending, and then fucking Schmidt is there, <laughs> and 
and it was like, and I'm not kidding. He is just doing Schmidt. He's just playing. Sch- <laughs> it's like Schmidt was dropped in. It's like season one Schmidt when he's like the more douchey, like bro frat yeah, bro yeah. kind of thing. Because at the end, spoiler alert, she finds the guy who like did the bad stuff, and she goes to his bachelor party with the intention is of it like Schmidt. No, no. So Schmidt's just like his friend. Oh. But so she goes there okay. to like. Uh, not kill the guy, but maybe like cut him up a little bit or something. You know, it's gonna be like the big finale, whatever. The guy, spoiler alert, um, the guy ends up actually killing her uh, at the end of the movie, which is like a very kind of like poignant ending. You're like, oh my god! And then <laughs> fucking Schmidt walks in, and it's just like, I. It was so weird because he he's doing like the shit. He's like, Broski, what's up, my man, or whatever. And like, <laughs> and then genuinely the way he delivered and i think maybe it's supposed to be a little comedic maybe in like the absurdity and like the terribleness of it but like it genuinely mm. felt like a line from like some weird alternate dark version of new girl where schmidt finds out that she's dead and he goes you killed the stripper and it feels like something he would yell at nick miller in like some weird new girl Typical. he killed the stripper it's i can't explain how much of he's just schmidt which kind of takes me very much out of it but I think that's so great. So there's it. yeah, um, and then at the end, like from the grave, like she alerts the police and all this stuff. So it's kind of a satisfying ending. But yeah, an interesting, mm. an interesting movie. Not exactly. I wasn't like as gripped by it as I maybe thought I would be, or like okay. I, I didn't get as much out of it as maybe I thought. But it was still like a very interesting. Maybe yeah, just like it's more kind of a little bit. Mm, more grounded i guess than maybe you'd expect but that's not i think if i watch it a second time i'd probably like it more but okay. that's a that's that's that, that, that does that. sound good i i do want to watch that that sounds very very good yeah mm. okay i'll hit you with, with with my treble here uh two of which just quickly breeze over i watched enola holmes 2 mm. which i think a lot better than the first one actually um there's more cavil in it it's much more intricate i think it's more engaging uh just very very good I, I I really I really enjoyed it. Apart again for a few child <laughs> actors and actresses that kind of take it take it away from me. But sure. Apart from that, very very good. Okay. Um, another sequel is that I watched Murder Mystery Two, starring Sandler and Aniston. Right. I think I saw Cheeky. F- was it four stars? No, surely not. I would not give that four stars. <laughs> Did I give it four stars? I remember it was just I was surprised by how how many stars there were, but. Three and a half. Okay. Three and a half stars. Okay, all right. Which, I know, maybe a bit much, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was good. It Fair. was a classic Sandler, and it's like, again, such a stupid, dumb movie. But it's a murder <laughs> mystery where Sandler is just being Sandler. There is one where he basically goes into a panic and just eats a bunch of cheese. That's a delightful <laughs> scene. He's like, I ate all the cheese! <laughs> Fair. Um, and a relatable you Sandler. Get to like, you you get uh <laughs> I was like me too Sandra, uh you like um what should we call it you see characters from the first movie that you enjoy and like seeing them kind of like there's a bit of a development in some of them uh like seeing the kind of like gang back together is very good the it's a pretty surprising like again it's a murder mystery and it obviously won't be as engaging as like a Poirot or a Benoit but because it because it's Sandler and he's being a little bit silly with it but it's all they make it well done. They, they do it in a, in a good and engaging way. And just, yeah, don't need to give it too much attention. You can just kind of sit back. If you want a stupid, fun movie to watch, I recommend. Fair enough. I can't dispute yeah, that. It's uh, n- not bad. And then the main movie um, of the three I watched is Fear of Rain. 
Mm. Have you heard of this? I have not. So it's it's about a uh, schizophrenic teenage girl called Rain, who goes through uh, a bunch. Yeah, like she she doesn't love being on her medication uh, because she uh, yeah like it, it dulls her sense and she doesn't feel like herself and stuff like that. But then if she's not on her medication, she gets terrible like schizophrenic episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And then the whole movie is basically about how she thinks her neighbor, who's also her uh, who's also her um, high school teacher has kidnapped a little girl and is hiding her. Mm. So she like she hears voices, screams, sees things, but then she can't be sure if it's her schizophrenia that's doing it or if it's actually real, right? And if okay. whenever she tells anyone about it, they'll just think it's her schizophrenia, right? Right. So it's a it's a very that's a very interesting premise. It's it's a very very interesting premise and then it gets even more like it's a bit of a mindfuck of a movie because there's also <laughs> like characters that she interacts with that turn out not to be real so then you're like oh my god is is because like that character may be agreeing with her but if that character is agreeing with her is that character even real and you just start questioning everything it's fucking it's 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 a big mindfuck um i i I recommend it there's like you know like teenage romance kind of blossoming with a guy called i feel like it's what is it i'm sure i wrote it down caleb caleb just the most delightful little nerd (laughs) <laughs> is so so cute and sweet um there's a twist that you kind of like it's built up towards like throughout the movie but it is it still hits quite hard when when the twist is revealed um and honestly just a, a very very good movie i, I enjoy fair enough i've, I, I th- I've, I've never heard i of think it. you should watch it because like, again i really want to talk about what the twists and stuff are but i think you can i mean you can talk you can you can tell me the twist that's can i can i tell or, you the twist okay uh, yeah go for it go for it you sure yeah yeah Okay, okay. So, spoiler alert for Fear of Rain. But, um, basically, so she's, she's like, talking to her mom and dad throughout the entire movie, right? Mm. Um, but there's, like, a few things off with, with, like, the way the dad interacts with her, where it's, like, it's, like, you sure you're gonna be okay, like, on your own, even though the mom's home and stuff like that? He, like, goes to work and, like, works late nights as a... So that, um... And then she, like, continues to interact with the mom as well. It's, like, you and your dad... Me and your dad were just figuring things out like differently and things like that. Then it turns out that one of the main sparks for her schizophrenic like her schizophrenic episodes is that her mom died three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, you know, kind of thing. And the way that it's revealed is that she brings Caleb back, who she's in her own head because like he doesn't have many other friends, and they only basically like interact with them too. So she's like, Caleb is probably not real, but I want to tell my mom about it anyways like you know i want to so my mom knows what's going on in my life even if he's not real turns out he's real and he start and she starts introducing jake or caleb to her mom but the mom's not real so then caleb's freaked out you know oh wow big twist Damn. um it's actually really good but like so they she tries to get caleb to help her figure out if like the girl is actually kidnapped in her neighbor and the teacher is just one of the creepiest beings i've ever seen like it's like <laughs> super tall skinny lady who's got like yeah, I don't know. She's like the creepiest, like old lady smile kind of Damn. thing. So uh, it's actually a very, very good movie, uh, and it, it's also kind of, kind of emotional, kind of a little bit, you know, like because it's very well acted. So you can kind of like feel what she goes through a little bit with with uh, how like unsure she is of anything that she actually sees and hears and believes. So I very much enjoyed it. It does sound like a real, a real mind, uh, mind effort. It was, as they say, it was. 
It was. It truly was. Damn, fair enough. Yeah, I'd never heard of it, but I may uh, I may have to check that out then. That sounds like a like good psychological kind of thriller thriller vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, speaking of things that thrill us deeply. Psychologically. <laughs> Should we talk about KSI's boxing match? Please. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I mean, I just want to talk about the main thing, which is the, I mean, I'm assuming you, have you seen the, the ending, the, uh, the, the knockout? I saw, I did see the knockout. I, I hear, I hear people are saying it was an elbow or something. It was an elbow. It was definitely, it was 100% an elbow. Um, mm. and <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of funny just cause like the whole, you know, the whole thing is kind of a bit of a clown show. And so of course he knocks yeah. him out with just the absolute flushest elbow to the chin. Um, <laughs> Yeah, clearly, I think it was clearly unintentional. Like he was clearly going for a punch, but mm. I'm, I don't want to. How's say, he not been? Dis- how's he not been disqualified for that? Well, that's the thing. It should, at the very least, be a no contest because, like, like it wasn't. In- I think it was. A- if it was intentional, he should be disqualified. But I think because it was unintentional, it should just be a no contest, which just means like no one wins. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's also it's his whole promotion. It's not like a pro match. I don't think so. They can probably weasel their way out of it, which is kind of shitty. Like it's like. You know, it should be. Yeah. I don't care what, like, they, they're not going to do a rematch or anything. Like, just move. He was going to win anyway. But that's, I don't think that's a good excuse to be like, yeah, but it shouldn't, like, it should be a no contest. If this is, like, any yeah. kind of real competition thing. Um, yeah, no, just just a classic KSI moment. Um, also, by the way, is he Deginald De- De- one? Yeah, in a pretty, I mean, it was a pretty boring fight. I'm not going to lie. These events fucking, I'm not going to lie. See. They kind of suck. They like, kind of stink. I've, I've, I've very much skimmed through, like, ah, man, they I don't want to say they're killing the whole YouTube boxing thing, but there's so many things they're doing wrong, I feel like, on that whole yeah. KSI Misfits thing. That, like, ah, oh, man. But, um, and, and it's just, uh, I can't I can't stress enough. Even though, like, I kind of enjoy the YouTube boxing thing for what it is, I can't stress enough how cringy I find it when they try to talk about it like it's real boxing. Like, uh-huh. there's when they refer, refer to people as the champ. Oh, my God, salt, salt body. <laughs> yeah, it's like... He's like he, he's a dog, man. He just, you don't want to get that get that fire out of him. He's like, and it's like you're talking about Deji. It's like what? Shut <laughs> shut the fuck up. Or like I don't know. He's he's a he's a contender now. You know he and when they talk about their division, it's like oh, he's a big he's a problem. He's a problem at 175. It's like you're saying Deji Alatunji is a problem at 175. <laughs> like he's an actual fucking like fighter. Like shut the fuck up. By the way, just because we're talking about the YouTube boxing, I just want to put this out here. Jake Paul's fighting Nate Diaz in August. And I just want to put it so I have it on the mm. record. He's going okay. to win so easily. Like, I okay. It's it's the same thing that was happening with when he was fighting Ben Askren, where all the MMA fans, because we like everyone likes Nate Diaz so much. Like, oh my God, Nate, he's gonna. He's got that dog in him. He's gonna pull it out. He's he's so tough. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's gonna. He's going to lose so easily. Like it's like, it's like the emperor's new clothes. It's like I'm the only one who can. Mm. I would love to be wrong about this because I I you know I mean I don't, I don't love Nate Diaz but like I like him more than Jake Paul. Um, but uh-huh. Nate Diaz he used to fight at 155 pounds. He got dropped a bunch of times by Conor McGregor who also used to fight at 145 pounds like he's fighting 185 yeah. he's older was he a, wasn't he more of a, a wrestler he's more of a long? submission guy people are talking about his boxing his boxing's fucking really bad for like real boxing like it works in <laughs> mma and he has like i understand he has like a style that like looks bad but actually it's kind of effective whatever it's kind of effective in mm. mma it's not gonna work in a boxing match he's so much slower and older and smaller and like everyone talks about he has this iron chin or whatever it's not gonna tyron woodley also had like a really good chin and he was bigger than nate diaz and he got knocked out again i yeah hope i'm wrong but I just everyone's like, oh my god, Nate's gonna, you know, everyone's underestimating. Nate's gonna show him. It's like, it's no, like, he's no. he's gonna he's he. he ah, it's it's frustrating, and I'm like, yeah. Anyway, 
I think he's going to get, mm. I don't think he's going to get knocked out cold, but I think he's just going to get knocked down like five times. They're going to wave it off. And they're like, yeah, he probably won't be like super yeah. hurt, but he's just like, he's just going to get, yeah, he's going to get, he's going to be slapped around a bit. It's not going to be good, unfortunately, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I would like Nate to win though. Um, but it is what it is. Anyway, mm. all that out of the way. It's now time for the Dunk News. So if there's a real Cruise story this week, um, actually, yeah, again, I'm sorry. Tom Cruise arrested in Pumbaa outfit. <laughs> for going on Rampage in London. Um, I, again, Lele sent us a thing that, again, is kind of, we can kind of do whenever, so I think we'll save that for when there isn't a top real Tom Cruise, but... Uh, this week, this was a little bit amusing. Simon Pegg says, mm. this is from avclub.com, Simon Pegg says he has a, quote, simple friendship with Tom Cruise where they don't talk about <laughs> the thing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> let's see what he said here. The thing referring to uh, the Tom Cruise cake, of course. Right, <laughs> right naturally. Um, he, Pegg figures it would be, quote, abuse my privileged access that I get to him, unquote, if he were to bring it up, which I assume, I mean, I assume is in reference to the Scientology thing, but, uh, I guess, I mean, but I mean, it doesn't sound like much of a friendship if you feel like you abuse <laughs> it by talking to him about like, something. Yeah, calling your friendship your privileged access to him, like, I get, I get if you don't want to talk about it, like, you're not that close, like, I, that's fine, but just... It's kind of feels kind of weird to refer to your like relationship with someone as a privileged access to them. <laughs> it's yeah. like you can also be like, I don't want to like talk he's about some, like science experiment. <laughs> yeah. I get to be in the same room as uh, this this creature, you know. I, I don't want to. Yeah, stop I have that. to wear my hazmat suit, but it's <laughs> worth it. Yeah, like you could just say like, yeah, you know, I don't want to get into all that. Like that's a uh, yeah. We're we're fine. At, we're fine as is. Yeah. Peg also says the cruise is somewhat unsurprisingly a person who loves being famous and quote really relishes it unquote. It's all he knows, and that it energizes him and spurs him on. Uh, is he never not on? God. Anyway. What? Peg is... What's going on? I don't know what... Pe- Peg's having, Peg like, is a clear... <laughs> clear nervous breakdown here, where he's either super afraid of Tom Cruise or deeply, deeply in love. <laughs> or both, and or there's a gun to his crotch or something. I don't know, but... <laughs> anyway, good for Peg, I guess. Um... Anyway, yeah, that is what it is. We're going to move on to the comments from the last episode. Also, Ooh. some of these episodes are not doing bad numbers. I'll just put that out there. We're, we're doing okay. Okay. Oh, my what, God. What, what numbers are we talking? Um, well, this one had 259. The last one's almost at 300. I'm, I'm, I'm just okay. saying. Okay. We'll take those. Uh, we'll take those. All right. Movie Boy says the boys are back and on Wednesday. They are. Al Feld says the Poorly Planned Podcast on a Wednesday. Am I in the Twilight Zone? Also, you're welcome about the news. I also have a new suggestion. Versus, but with video game characters. God, that's a, that's a dangerous territory. Um, that is a dangerous. It might break us once <laughs> and for all. Also, four weeks ago marked the five-year anniversary of where Rampage first came out. Excuse me, George. Um, so that's... <laughs> Vomits. <laughs> that is exciting. Thank you, Alfeld. Uh... Yu Chia Chen says, To be fair, Sean Gunn does the motion of Rocket on set, which contributes a lot to these films. Not motion capture, but just for the actors to interact with. The sudden Sean Gunn hate is hilarious, though. Again, I feel bad for Sean Gunn hate. We weren't trying to hate. We were just, I was just putting out yeah. there for his character. But um, since then, I've seen like a bunch of interviews where everyone's like, oh yeah, Sean Gunn's so great. I love him. <laughs> we should, like... we, yeah, I'm sorry. We apologize to Sean Gunn. And yeah, he does do the, the motion for or the stuff for on set for Rocket. So that is. But come on. That's a, still. That's a, that's a Sean dub. We have to give it to him. 
Um, <laughs> Josie says, Guardians 3 put me in such a good mood as a Marvel fan. Easily the best MCU movie since Spider-Man No Way Home. The hallway fight might rival Daredevil's hallway fight. Not even kidding. BH on Friday both have W's in this episode. Hashtag open the fucking door. Hashtag cringe. Hashtag hand. Hashtag my father was a pastor. Hashtag I heart bussy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Your voice always gets a little bit lower when the pussy comes in. <laughs> Shrumpy says, got jump scared by the notification of a new pod. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Also, as an avid Dungeons & Dragons player myself, the movie absolutely nailed it. All the spells, creatures, and locations are in the game, and apparently Hasbro even stated that this movie is indeed canon in the D&D lore. The character dynamics and wacky shenanigans felt straight out of a D&D game. I played with my friends. Overall, good times. Although, I have to say, the Kraglin hate was unnecessary. <laughs> Stop doing my boy dirty. We're sorry. We're sorry about the Sean hate. <laughs> um, and that's cool to hear, actually, from someone who actually plays Dungeons & Dragons. I was curious how it would hold up. Yeah. Uh, hashtag justice for Kraglin. Hashtag my father was a pastor. Hashtag bus and boots. Hashtag big duke. <laughs> hashtag Hugh Grant pussy. Um, good, good, good stuff all around. And boots. <laughs> Josie says this episode is one of my favorites in a good long while. A majority, if not all, the pods were great, but none of them made me laugh as hard as this one in a long time. Thank you, Josie. I'm glad you enjoyed. Um, ZJ says it's a great feeling to unexpectedly get a pod on a Wednesday. Also, extremely rare FTKW with his Guardians Three opinion. Hashtag what? <laughs> my father was a pastor. Hashtag BHL heart bussy. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag I need a gun, a Sean gun. Uh, <laughs> you read the bussy like you're reading a treasure map. <laughs> I heart bussy. Where could it be? <laughs> Daniel responds, hashtag Freddy heart bussy. So, um, ah. Cal W says, I absolutely hate that the skin on Kraglin's head goes up a little bit around the fin. It's so weird and disturbing. That's a very good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hadn't thought of that. That is true. Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Hugh Grant-esque work. And once again, very funny and enjoyable episode. I've not yet seen Guardians 3, but I hope so soon. So I can't wait to hear your in-depth thoughts on the film once I see it. And possibly the best announcements in such segments. So crazy and insane. Truly felt like a fever dream. And I have no idea what the My Father is a Pastor is. I just go with the flow, I guess. Hashtag Horny Grant. Hashtag Pine Loves Bussy. Hashtag Cruz is Pumba. Hashtag Epi <laughs> Epic Freddy Corden Roast. Edit. I've now seen Guardians 3 and I loved it. <coughs> Truly fantastic. My favorite MCU film since Endgame. And let's see. Oh boy, we have we have a lot of replies <laughs> here. Roast. So I'm just gonna we're just gonna power through these. All right. I'm not I'm not even gonna say who okay. said what. I'm just gonna go through what what's happening here. Okay. Just, just hit, just hit it's me. With it. I think it's it. Josie and Daniel. Let's see. The announcements just get more and more sane, and I love it. Hashtag Freddy's a coke addict. Hashtag my father was not a pastor. Hashtag bird. <laughs> Hashtag my father could be a pastor. Hashtag BHL is Pinocchio. Hashtag FTK hearts bussy. Bussy. Hashtag what a joke. Bushy. Hashtag bear bussy. Hashtag I'm gonna need a bussy. Hashtag bus maker. Hashtag what a I'm joke. Gonna need... Hashtag I'm gonna need a bussy. Sorry, I missed one. Hashtag little duke bussy. Oh my god, there are so many of these. I'm not even kidding. Okay. Hashtag yo bussies. Hashtag George is a bussy. Patman is bussy. Morbius, what a bussy. Hashtag he's definitely bussy. Boxes of bus. Oh my god. Boxes of bus. We're almost there. We're almost there. Hashtag Ron Busley. Hashtag Busseldor. Hashtag Woody and bus. And finally here. Hashtag rocket bussy. Hashtag pirates bussy. And finally, hashtag probably the best detective in the world loves bussy. I, I really, I want, I want to die. Um, I hope also that 
that just clip of me just rambling about Bussy just gets, oh. gets taken out somewhere. Um, oh my god, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> the Clips channel says a pot on Wednesday. Let's go. Father's Pastor, Heart Bussy, all good stuff. Jaden says, has to go down as one of the best announcements in such segment ever. The amount of Bussy and Pastor Fathers <laughs> have me dying of laughter. <laughs> hashtag VHL Bussyson. Hashtag Rocket is a naughty... St- oh. Hashtag Rocket is a naughty stepbrother. Hashtag hand. <laughs> hashtag... <laughs> Hashtag Rogan the Cuckmaster. Um, goodness. <laughs> Rogan is a nice stepper. <laughs> These comments and hashtags are so good. I love it. Um, Anson left a an extended series of comments about the Guardians films. Unfortunately, we are running a bit late here on time, so I'm not going to be able to go through this, but I will read it later, and I appreciate um, your contribution here. There's a, some defending of the high evolutionary in there, which I think maybe you would appreciate because you do like him. I I agree with Anson. Um, and then AJ Murray says, Craglin, what a joke. Daniel says, Craglin, what a disappointment. Josie says, Cosmo, what a good dog. Cosmo, what a bad dog. Howard, what a duck. Ha- sorry, Howard, what a the duck. Rocket, what a raccoon. <laughs> Starlord, what a drunk. There we go. We have uh, we have successfully navigated another pod comment Ooh. section. I'm proud of us. God, it's so chaotic. Jesus I love Christ. It. Oh my God. Okay, let's see if there's anything on the fan page. I don't think so. Okay, we good. Uh, so... Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the comment, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought about this episode and the movies we talked about. Um, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the Poorly Planned Podcast on YouTube. Check us out. Leave a five-star rating, a nice review, tell your friends. Um, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvisit.gmail.com. I'm also on TikTok at BHL Hudson and Letterboxd at Real BHL Hudson. All these links are down below. You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Adult Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard, Letterboxd at FTK underscore, th- was it? FTK underscore Thwelms, and on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for watching, and we will see you next time. Good morning, Coop! <laughs> God, there, there was a lot of layers to that one. I appreciate that. It was, it was deep. <laughs>